Welcome to Brand Lover, honest, real, and lively conversations for flourishing entrepreneurs and budding business owners on a mission to cultivate a heartfelt brand that connects with their purpose-driven mission. My hope is that you walk away feeling inspired and refreshed with a weekly takeaway in your back pocket that you can apply to your life or business. A huge heartfelt warm welcome to my beautiful friend Rachel Green from Shine Copy. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Um, This has been a long time coming and I'm so grateful um, for you sharing your time with me today. Um, So yeah, welcome. Thank you. (laughs) Yes, it's been I think quite a while since we first connected some years ago and then since you asked me on your podcast and then we made it here today. Yay! (laughs) Yes, all in perfect timing. Um, So tell us a little bit about you and who you are, um, what you do on a day-to-day basis, and also about your um, very lively and inspiring brand. (laughs) It's always hard to answer that. Who are you question? Um, But I, yeah, it's hard to define yourself, I guess. Um, I'm a mum of three. Uh, I am a copywriter. I run my own business, obviously. Um, I come from a marketing background, so I think that gives me a good, good context in which to write for small business. Um, yeah, I. what else would you like to know? <laughs> Where are you based? What's your family life like? Okay. Uh, what do you enjoy I'm, doing? I'm in Sydney, uh, and, yeah, family life is pretty crazy like most people but I work I finally figured out the balance for me and I work Monday Tuesday Wednesday uh so that I have enough time for um being with the little children in my family and the school children and managing my own exercise and just having time to sit down and uh drink tea and eat chocolate like I was doing before (laughs) yes yes and that's that's such a beautiful thing when you're able to find that balance and put those boundaries in place which is kind of like a whole nother conversation Mm, it is definitely I had someone call me almost six o'clock the other night a weeknight and then they sent me an sms and they said I'll call you back in 10 minutes and I'm thinking uh not answering sorry mate oh my goodness (laughs) yeah it was a male and usually I work with females but I'm happy to work with everyone yeah Um, yeah I was just like no boundaries if they call back I'm not going to answer I'll reply to them tomorrow so yeah that's yeah those boundaries though are something that you learn I guess as you mature into your business ownership sounds so formal but yeah yeah, at the start I think um for me at least I was like yes I'll write for anyone I'll write anything I just want to do it all yeah the more you go along the more you realize that that's not realistic it's not what you want and it's not how you get the best out of yourself for anyone in your life yeah, 100%. Because it's so exciting when you're starting your business and you're so desperate to get, especially in service-based client, like service-based um, businesses like yours and mine. Like I totally understand that because you're so excited that you, you almost do anything to, to get a sale because you want to grow and you want you want to be doing what you love to do and you want to help people that you are replying to emails at 10 p.m and but but that's also part and parcel of the mum thing is that you do kind of in those early stages work whenever you can in the nooks and crannies and so boundaries do get blurred um so it's interesting because my journey has been very similar to that um in that I've had to really find what works for me and my balance now for this season 
um, and respecting the fact that you as a person need to be um, replenished as well. Yes. So that you can be a good mum and be a good, you know, for you, a copywriter, for me, um, brand designer. So mm. I love that we started the conversation with that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's funny that we just catapulted from hello to that. <laughs> I know. But it's tackling the big issues. <laughs> totally. Okay, let's get. Let's get back to um, to you because I know you say that you had you had a marketing background, but I'm just really interested to know how you um, sort of discovered the role of copywriter. Like, how did that happen for you? A lot of people don't even know what a copywriter is, yes. let alone want to be one. Um, yes. So, how did that happen? Um, I guess, well, in all of my marketing career so my most recent corporate role was as a marketing executive and I'd always done marketing things um, I always had to do writing within a marketing context so simplifying ideas um, clarifying messages and just getting to the like the bare bones of what we need to say and communicating that um, and naturally I've always been a writer even as a child like I could write before I went to school and I was always writing stories and doing creative things like that through my whole life so when I I just had my second child and I'd um, come out of hospital after a pretty major disease um, and I thought I do not want to go back to working in the corporate mass wheel working for somebody who doesn't really care about me I'm just a number they could easily replace me mm -hmm. um, I don't really care about them so what can I do and I just I think I just realized I'm actually a writer um, and this is a job people can get paid for this and then I think coming from oh also I was made redundant while I was on maternity leave it's such oh, a classic yeah. a classic woman thing to have to happen and then I know a lot of business owners have had a similar story where they've been made redundant and then they've gone okay whooshka I'm going to do something for myself yeah um, so all those things being sick and getting well and having a second baby and just realizing that I hate the corporate life it's not for me even the commute, I really didn't enjoy any of that stuff. Yeah. Or the office small talk. No, thank you. Um, yeah. I realized I've got a skill here and the degree and the brains to go with it, the marketing side. So let's um, put that together and just give it a go to just set up a business. So, yeah, it's kind of hard to imagine that I actually did that. And yes, here yes, I am. Exactly. I love, I love it. I love this reflection. I love it so much. Um, because you have you did you did that and look yes. at you now but we'll get into that so <laughs> so you I would love to know how you decided to niche in the way that you have which you know I love you to articulate um and how that's impacted your business growth like in comparison to the beginning and not even just that but even just the way that you are running your business and the way that it's feels so aligned for you um so tell us about that tell us about your niche like who you serve specifically and how and yeah and how that sort of came about sure so I guess first of all I was just a copywriter so I could write mm -hmm. anything for anyone so emails yeah. brochures uh websites well I thought I could write websites um <laughs> social media stuff anything and then I discovered um the world of SEO so search engine optimization and I realized that's the way to go because it combines I guess the creative side of writing with the kind of 
I guess, technical in a way, part of SEO. So um, I need to become an SEO copywriter, which means that I write in a way that helps improve your visibility online as a small business owner. Um, then I need to become a small business copywriter for females in particular. And then I realized um, just from learning and listening to other people and their stories that I don't need to be afraid to niche. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to be afraid to go after what my heart is aligned with, I guess. What I really feel inside is worth my time. Yeah. Um, like lots of mums in business, as we've already talked about, the juggle and the boundaries and the just the constant time pressure and the guilt. That's another podcast altogether. Oh, yeah, that's a whole other topic. <laughs> um, I realised that if I'm going to be writing for a business, it's got to be something that I genuinely believe in. So I've niched um, a few years ago now into... Um, copywriting for small business, big on conscious, on conscience. So brands that have a greater purpose than just selling things to make money, but who are here to live their joy and to make a difference to other people in a real way. So for example, for me, that usually means brands that are eco-focused because that's something that I value. Um, But yeah, recently some brands that I've worked with are Alep Soap, which is a social enterprise um, it's natural soap, so no chemicals at all, made in Syria and then sold here with 100% of profits to asylum seekers and um, refugees. Uh, another brand is, for example, um, she, make, she imports from Bali, from like real people making uh, pendant lights out of rattan and bamboo. So again, eco, um, there's kind of a circular idea about it that it's just bringing good to people yeah um, for people so yeah that's me and as you're a copywriter for brands with meaning or brands with purpose oh I can just see your whole face <laughs> light up like you just glow when you're talking about that and it's just so how does that having that deeper purpose that that deeper layer um of your why um like your true why not just because you want to be there for your kids or flexibility or time freedom, all those things that we, you know, most people start their business for, but having that real deeper drive and purpose, how has that sort of helped you um, to stay, stay the path, like, you know, stay on course with your business because it's hard. Like businesses, it's really can be very grueling. Yes. <laughs> so has that helped you to keep going and to keep showing up and doing what you're doing? Definitely, because it's fully aligned. It's fully what I want to be doing. Like there's nothing else I want to be doing if I'm working. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah, because I guess I've chosen to follow my heart and thankfully it's worked (laughs) and it brings in money. That's a bonus. Um, It does bring you more purpose. And on those days as a business owner, when you feel lonely or you just feel like, I just want to hide under the doona. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's like, no, but I... I, there's some a real person out there trusting in me who has a, a purpose that I believe in that I can help because sometimes as a small business owner it's really hard to step away so that you can write about your business in a powerful way so yeah I guess I think about all of that and then I'm like no you can do this girl keep going you're all right mm. yeah I love that I love that idea of taking the focus off of you you're actually focusing on how you're helping that person like your client achieve their bigger goal which you know motivates you you actually find a motivation through that and I think that's something to highlight is so important um it is really easy to some days just want to not do anything especially when you work at home (laughs) 
yes. <laughs> like, I, I totally. I mean, and sometimes you, you do, sometimes you do just have to, but to have that, yeah, to have that to spur you on and keep you motivated um, is really just such a beautiful gift. Um, but I would love to sort of talk about words now because that's yes. what you do. You're a wordsmith and a brilliant one at that. I love everything that you do. I'm just like a big fan over here. Um, a lot of my clients know Rachel because <laughs> I refer pretty much everyone to her. Um, but what is it about words that are so powerful, especially in association with your brand? It's a big question. It is a big question. Um, I guess in the context of website copy, which is all that I do these days, um, I really see it. Okay, first of all, it's important to say that words on a website work as a team with the design because you can't convey everything with just words. I'm sorry, but you just can't. And you can't convey everything with just imagery or colours. They've really got to work together. Yes. So my approach to the words on your website is that it's like like you distill your brand you can't say every, you don't have the space to say everything you want to on your website i mean you've got your blog that's where you can where you can explore ideas in bigger detail i suppose but on like your key website pages so your home your services you're about those ones you've only really got yeah you've really got to strip it back and just say what you mean but say it in a way that feels right for you and that will connect with your audience and tap into their emotions and where they're at in their bio journey and their doubts and their life stage and all those kind of things. So um, yeah, your website copy is powerful in that it's, yeah, it's kind of got to grab people straight away along with the imagery and the, the look and the feel um, to let them know what you're all about. So what you do, who you serve and what sets you apart and why that person should keep reading what's in it for them essentially. So yeah, words are powerful and we all know that, but yeah. I guess it's the way as a copywriter, the way that we say things, that's that's the power of for business. So yeah. essentially I think your words can convert people or they can repel. Like if somebody, if a brand is talking in a way that doesn't appeal to you, you're probably just going to keep scrolling or not even clicking in the search results. Um, it lets your words straight up let people know Kind of a bit about who you are and your values and what they can expect when they work with you yeah and that sometimes is a good thing to repel the people <laughs> that aren't aligned for you and that's yeah. the beauty of having having that incredibly clear messaging so what would you say is the secret to weaving a brand story like through your website um, that's compelling and draws the attention of those aligned customers i think it comes back to the things I've already touched on as a copywriter, um, I if I'm going to write for you or if you're writing for yourself, if you're in those early stages of business and you're yeah. not ready to outsource yet, it's really important to be ultra clear, no hesitation on who you are, what you stand for, what you do, why it's so much better than those around you or your competitors and to know your audience. Because as much as you've got to say the things that you want to say about your business or what you sell or what you do, you need to let your audience know the things that they're, they're seeking to find out. Um, so, yeah, if you can know those things and be so clear about them, you'll be in a, the best position to either outsource your copywriting or to do it yourself. 
Yeah, and just on that, because I was going to ask you what you would recommend to somebody first starting out, and that's kind of, you know, answered that. Um, but say before working with somebody like yourself, like a really specific brand copywriter, <laughs> what would you, what type of things like foundational elements, I suppose, do you require or would you recommend before um working with somebody in that capacity um so I guess you need to know where you're headed and what you want because a copywriter needs to get in your brain basically and yeah. that's one of the reasons why just like working with a brand designer we'll go through a really thorough briefing process it'll ask you some questions that might make you feel a bit uncomfortable um not personal but just yeah. to <laughs> yeah just to understand where you're at with your business and where you're going and who you want to attract um, and yeah, understanding your audience. So yeah, working with a copywriter, you've got to be ready to, first of all, trust that that person can take you where you want to go. Um, and you've got to be clear about where that is and how you want to sound. You don't need to know how to, um, you don't need to know the actual words that you want on your website. You just need to be able to open up and talk about your brand and your who and your what and your why and yeah. all those things and the benefits of what you do or what you sell um yeah and understanding the problem that you solve for people essentially so not much <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's also why a lot of the clients that I work with they're not just starting a business they've been in business for a couple of years and they finally clearly understand they might have niched or turn corners a few times and now they're like yes this is where I need to be and this is now I'm ready for a copywriter because they know that we exist. Um, firstly, <laughs> yes. And secondly, they know they understand the value of a copywriter and thirdly, they're ready to trust and open up. And they do have all those answers um, that a copywriter will ask you in the briefing process. Yeah, 100%. And I mean, I, I think we spoke about this <clears throat> earlier. I can't remember if we were recording or not, but <laughs> that evolution and the, you know, those first stages those first few years in business can feel so hard but they're so important and once you come out the other side it's that that clarity that you have that then makes it easier um, all of a sudden you have the confidence and the clarity to be able to work with the copywriter which then makes your life easier <laughs> yeah that's right I and, think are, oh sorry for me. no 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 that's yeah um, just thinking again about your question before, I think there are two, um, two key questions that can really help you figure out if you're ready to work with a copywriter and probably to give some indication of where you're at in your business journey. Um, the first would be, why does your brand exist? And secondly, how do you, I guess, live out? <laughs> how, do you, how do you do that? Mm. Um, yeah, if you can answer those I guess with some meat in the answer, yeah. you're probably pretty ready. If it's just, yeah, if I had to nail it, drill it down to two questions, I would say that. <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. And that's, yeah. that's so true um, and so important to really focus on those, on those foundational questions because they are your drivers and you can't communicate yes. anything without those. <laughs> so yes. thank you for highlighting that. Um, <laughs> So 
What's one thing that you've learned on your entrepreneurial journey that you think everybody should know when they're first starting out? Mm. I guess you, hmm. this is probably a cliche, but for me, it's been a real experience. Um, and that is if you're thinking of starting out or if you've done a couple of things to set up your business and you're still not sure, just take the leap because there are like incredible things waiting for you on the other side of that leap and people and the connections you'll make and the things you'll learn. It's awesome. Um, you'll never really feel like you're hundred percent ready, but most likely if you're thinking about starting up a business or you have done those first few steps, you've already got whatever it is you need inside to make it happen. And the rest you can learn along the way. Yeah, that's um, it. Oh, I just got little goosebumps. <laughs> It's so true. It's so it's such a beautiful thing. And you're right. The sooner that you take take the leap, um, the sooner you can actually start living it out. And yes. that's just probably the most exciting thing. Totally. Um, and the like, it's scary when you start out or when you're starting, but it's scary for you and me too. Like, it's not like you get to a point in your business where you're like, ah, this is comfortable. This is yeah. easy. I'm not afraid anymore. I can do this. Totally. Like, Every week, even, you know, showing up on Instagram stories or putting together an email to send to my list, I'm like, you, you have so much doubt and you, you get, you are afraid of it sometimes. Like, it's not just a, a cruise, but you learn to live with that discomfort and to embrace it because it's, it's just part of the ride. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's so true to be, you know, you really do have to get uncomfortable uncom being uncomfortable. Yeah. Because that's where the growth is and then without that growth there's I don't know it's just like discovering this whole new zest to life when you start a business especially when it's something that you're so passionate about it's almost just like an extension of yourself that you didn't even know existed <laughs> yes that's true and while the way I just said it might sound like oh but there are hard things along the way and it's difficult and oh, yeah. that's only a small part of it like I've yeah. set up my life and my business and my clients I've set it all up so that it's quite comfortable and I like what I do and yes there are challenges but on the whole it's great fun and it's what I want to be doing those hard bits are just you know small dots along the way but they open up the opportunities and give you yeah. more growth and there's joy there's joy in those moments too yes and without those moments you're not rewarded you don't yes. appreciate that amazing, you know, balance that you've discovered and that the reward of, of working with the people that you get to work with. So, um, so what's next for you, Rach? What's on the cards for Rachel Green? Uh, you know what? I'm not one of those people who makes a word of the year. Like we see floating around often yeah. um, in terms of goals, I guess, just to keep consistently doing what I'm doing, um, to keep serving businesses with purpose, a purpose that's aligned with my own. Mm. And yeah, always to keep learning. There's nothing in particular that I have on the horizon that I want to be doing. Um, yeah, and I want to, I think we can get very comfortable as business owners and not chase those, those challenges. Um, so yeah, putting yourself, putting myself out there and doing more video and things like this. For me, that's challenging right now. In a year, it might not be. So yeah, keep yeah. being open to those things because they just open doors and yeah. there's good stuff ahead. Fabulous. You just never know what's what's around the corner, what that's opportunities true. are there for you. That's right. So now I have 
some rapid fire questions. They're a little bit fun. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you what your favorite. I'm going to say a word and then it's just whatever comes to mind. Are you ready? Scary, but yeah, see, That's scary moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. This is really intimidating. Um, so, what's your favorite app? App? Yeah. Airplane mode. <laughs> favorite app no I use do not disturb yes no. I use Instagram a lot yeah um you know just that mind deadening scroll it's like I want to escape from my life on the lunchboxes at <laughs> the mess yeah, the lunchboxes. <laughs> um, for me it's the dishes yeah oh, but I do also use smiling mind for meditation oh yeah I'm not a person who is good at slowing down or doing one thing at a time that's something very uncomfortable for me but I know that I need to do it because just to help with stress and anxiety and mental health stuff so yeah I've been using that app quite a bit lately I love that that's a good tip um okay what's your favorite time of day oh bedtime <laughs> probably around eight o'clock children are in bed and then nice. I can go to bed early sometimes yeah yeah nice um exercise uh favorite exercise I don't know how to describe it um we have a pretty awesome home gym because my husband is a strength and conditioning coach so I usually do every day a mix of what most people would call like boot camp style stuff but like I'm using a rope rower ski erg bike erg weights doing all kinds of stuff and I also like to go for a run so yeah there you go. amazing <laughs> so inspiring to me <laughs> <laughs> I've only just started running like Oh, probably just over a year ago now. I was always more just a brisk walk and a bit of yoga type of a girl. Mm -hmm. But then I was sort of, um, oh, now I'm just digressing. But um, that whole thing of kind of what we're talking about is just being open to being uncomfortable and getting outside your comfort zone and releasing those terrible stories and lies that we tell ourselves. I was mm. always like, I can't run. I'm not a runner. So one day I just put on my runners and I just went for a run. <laughs> awesome good for you and you enjoy it I love it oh that's awesome yeah I so love good. it who knew I'm like approaching 40 and I, <laughs> you can old, you can teach an old dog new tricks there you go um so what's your favorite habit probably when there's chaos in my house with three children and the dog and husband my fourth child yeah probably sneaking off to my room and locking the door and like it well that's that's brave. Well, it's a bad habit, but I just want to escape sometimes. It's nice. And then I leave my husband in the thick of it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you have a favourite habit? What's yours? Oh, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> I've not had anyone ask me these rapid fire questions before. <laughs> my favourite habit is um, the space between school drop off and starting work. So having that ritual time like I it's my exercise me time um if I can I try to not schedule any face-to-face -face activities for the business before 10 a.m um literally so I have that space to decompress from the morning because you know what it's like you've got three kids I've got four it's just mayhem in the mornings and I'm massively introverted and quiet so I realized that I need that time so I do that I do my exercise and I come home get dressed for the day and then I make my coffee mm. and that's my habit and <laughs> that gets important. me into work mode. So I really love that. I love when I don't get that um, for whatever reason, I, 
it stuffs up my whole day and I really miss it. So thank you for asking. <laughs> yes, I know what you mean about that time when you come home from the drop-off, the house is quiet, you know, yes. you have a whole day of your own time with work ahead of you. Yeah. Yeah, it is a peaceful time and it's a good time to just settle yourself and yeah. just step into your headspace for the day. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, it's purposeful and I Lila, I'm really enjoying that habit. Anyway, what's your favorite way to relax? reading exercising being at the beach there's something about the beach that just makes me feel connected and calm yeah me too part of my morning ritual is trying to see the beach like I will try and do some of my walk or run yes near the beach for that reason same um okay last one what's your favorite thing about your business (gasps) my branding Um, I guess I really like colour and, as you can see, and my children yeah. artwork. Um, I yes. love the colour, the colours that I have. I love, it just makes me feel happy and just goes to a place of joy in my heart. And that's what my work does too. So that's yeah. one thing I love. Yeah, The way that it's all aligned and communicates that vibrancy and enthusiasm. Yeah. I love that. Well... Thank you so much, Rachel. I've loved this chat and I hope that you have too. And I I really appreciate you getting outside your comfort zone and sharing so much um, with me and with the audience. So where can we find you? You can find me at www.shinecopy.com.au or on Instagram, just at shinecopy. Fabulous. Facebook and LinkedIn. Yeah, so if you're interested in learning more about um, SEO copy for your brand to in you know to enhance it and attract all these perfect people and um, make it seen online, um, head over and say hi to Rach. She's um, she's always got amazing tips. Like she always <laughs> shares on Instagram incredible tips. Um, <laughs> I was about to say short, sharp to the point. That's her. That's your whole what you do. So she's. <laughs> she's a succinct communicator and she does it in a very creative way um and yeah absolutely loved chatting with you thank you so much again thank you so much for listening if you loved this week's episode of brand lover take a screenshot of wherever you're listening and share your biggest takeaway on instagram or facebook and don't forget to tag me I'd love to give you a shout out and thank you personally. Also feel free to subscribe and leave a review to help the Brand Lover podcast reach more heart-aligned entrepreneurs just like yourself. Thanks again and I'll see you next week.